I would like to welcome everybody to a brand new edition of the Adam King Show. I am your host, Adam King, and we are back for episode 33. It's been a week. I've missed you so much, InfoWarriors, and uh, I was away for the holiday of Passover. I encourage you all to go back and look at my episode that I did right before Passover, episode 32, Calling Out the Fake Jews, where I really begin to expose the rise of the Fourth Reich in Israel and expose some of the leaders the Jewish leaders are fake Jewish leaders that have sold out the Jewish people. We are the only media source right now in the world covering the rise of the Fourth Reich in Israel. And we have to be diligent in making sure that that word gets out there. Pretty soon, everybody's going to be talking about it. You heard it first on the Adam King Show. But today, we have an epic, epic show for you. Joined again from prison, we should have Eric Christie calling in, our J6, the... Uh, uh, our friend, our, our fallen comrade. and uh, But most importantly, today we have an amazing guest. We have the CEO of Minutemen Coffee, one of the largest veteran-owned coffee companies in the United States, Don Amon, going to be joining us, talking about a vast array of things. And you know what? I'm going to skip the meme portion. I'm just going to bring Don in, and we're going to start a conversation because this guy is so interesting, and everybody's got to hear what he's got to say. and most importantly, everybody's got to support Minuteman Coffee because they're on our team doing our work. So with that, I'm bringing in Don Amon, CEO of Minuteman Coffee. Don, how are you doing today? Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me on the show today. Yeah, welcome to the Adam King Show, everybody's favorite new and upcoming show on InfoWars. And uh, you yourself have a long experience with InfoWars. We've had several conversations and... Uh, you know, why don't you tell our listeners about your previous experience with InfoWars, how you got started with uh, watching Alex Jones? Oh, it started back after uh, Ruby Ridge and then Oklahoma City, and then it became looking for information. Um, it goes all the way back to high school, actually, where our history teachers set, grabbed a couple of us that uh, studied along each other. You know, you know, you have your little study groups and your little cliques, and, and uh, our history teacher Frank Kimberly pulled us aside one day and said, Hey guys, look, you know, it's the late eighties. Um, by the time you're out of school and by the time your kids are coming into school, the whole system's going to be changed. And he would really open our eyes to a lot of the things. And so when Ruby Ridge and then Waco and then Oklahoma city, I, I started reaching out and just wanting to do my own research. Cause we were always taught to question everything. And it led me into Infowars, and, uh, I raised my kids on it. So it's it's been a 20 plus year experience or more. Isn't that funny how we were raised to question everything and the kids these days, they don't even have like these basic understanding, you know, they just accept things that or at least they're trained to just accept things. I, I think the education system is broken. I think that uh, that I'm a firm believer in homeschooling. Um, uh, you know, as you know, we're up here in what I call the communist state of Washington. Um, yeah. And they just passed some uh, horrific law the other night. Um, oh, I know. Jeez. It's it's making national news. Um, they also why don't you tell Adrian our listeners in. what they did? Because this is well, just like a mic drop. I, I, I haven't honestly. I haven't had a chance to really dive into it yet. And and you know, like I said, I, I do everything do I can. You want me to give a background on it? Basically, they made a uh, to all listeners out there in the state of Washington. Those the state has the ability to take the, your child from you, correct? Correct. Correct. To, if the child wants a gender reassignment surgery, the state has now authorized that they could go take your kid and cut off its willy or correct glue one right. onto it, and and without parental so uh, permission. Sick, so basically, oh, you're going to oh. have a, a whole group of <laughs> of of mentally challenged kids, and that's what I call it. Uh, as sad as that is, but and I mean these parents. kids. Well, and the and the parents because of the fact that these kids are having so much conf conflicted information, uh, you know, being a kid already these days is tough. And, you know, when they look up from their phones long enough, they don't even realize where they're at. But the reality is now is that you've got all these confused kids that, you know, you look at the runaway scenario, look at, you know, the, the scenarios that are happening in, in everyday preteen teenagers life. Now this draconian governor and, and all of his cronies is saying, well, if you want to change your gender, 
come to Washington and we, you know, we will protect you from your own parents. And it's, it's overstepping. Uh, there's, oh, there's no way gonna, around are it. Are you going to stay in Washington? What's the story? No, no, we're not. And no, we, You're yes, we're, we are, we're moving the entire operation here uh, this year. Um, we are going to be uh, down in Texas. Voting, so voting with your feet, man. Voting, voting with the feet. Um, you know, I've, I've gone toe to toe with this administration many times um, mm. over the last, well, I'd say, well, since October 1st, 2017, after Las Vegas, um, our village idiot and his cronies really were pushing the gun narrative and the gun ban. And there were many times, and there's one uh, that I testified in the Senate Judiciary, Judiciary Committee because of the draconian gun laws that they were they were trying to pass and most of them have already passed they don't really care about the people of washington um all they care about is pushing their agenda and it's very frustrating and i again i try not to get politically involved but i'm not going to have some unelected bureaucrat or even an elected bureaucrat tell me what i can and can't do based on the emotions uh, on their, their inability to use facts and logic with your kids you know like at, right. at this part of the game i mean we're talking about children here not being right. able to have their parents steward them you know all Correct. they need to do is you know double down on disney programming and the next thing you know you lost your kids well, and I'm I'm very thankful that our our kids are grown and gone. I have grandkids now. Um, I have a son that's uh, serving active duty in the U.S. Army, um, oh, and you know I, I've got two older daughters. I've got grandchildren. I've got another one coming uh, wow, next man, month. Actually, great for grandfather. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm I, like, I, this guy's I, like 35 years old, starting to copy. Yeah, down. no, 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 no. It's you I'm, I'm good, a lot older than that. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. It's it's um, the coffee blend, right? It is. It's the blends. It's Which the it's blend our coffee is blend. It that gets you to look that good. <laughs> right on. No, I appreciate that. It's it's just it we we I think the state and the entire left coast um is at a tipping point now where yeah. it's it's almost like the governors of the state get together every Monday and and they have a meeting. How can we screw our, our the people that pay our bills? Everything, right. You and want to hear a crazy story? So I just had Passover for the week, right? I spent right. I spent the first two days of the Passover in uh, communist Vancouver, Canada. Ooh. And yeah. uh, it, it was actually really nice. It was very clean, beautiful. My friends there, amazing people. Um, the city was so clean, you can eat like runny eggs off the street. I get back to LA and um, it's like human fecal matter everywhere. On top of that, I spent the second two days in the Jewish neighborhood in Los Angeles, in the hood, you know, on the block, you know, okay. where we like, we supposedly have it locked down. And in the middle of the night, I'm walking home from a dinner and some, the guy had, you know, wasn't a homeless man, just this drunk white guy running in the streets. I'm Irish, come and find me. Gets up in my face, starts getting physically violent with me. It was a miracle that it didn't come to a, and an, I didn't have to physically defend myself, but other people, you know, there was a disruption and, you know, the best thing to do in a fight is just to walk away. And, uh, right. but he was coming to the neighborhood screaming, I want to fight a Jew. Is there one Jew who will fight me? And it was like, are you, are you serious? Are you serious right now? I got to deal with this on Passover. So the whole left coast has fallen off. I mean, like, it's just fallen off and, and it's it's crazy the the filth and the disgustingness that the city is that the cities have let themselves become and it's no wonder that they passed this tranny bill allowing the kids to become trannies at such a young age it's it's disgusting it, it, and i hope it, it wakes up you know what it's going to wake people up cuz there's some super liberal democrat who still waves a flag of Joe Biden around and says leave that poor guy hunter alone and his kid is going to go be a tranny and he's going to have a problem with it cuz his kid's 6 and then he's going to be like wow we went too far well and i unfortunately you know and it's you go into scripture and it even talks about in scripture where the demons refer to themselves as they them and in pronouns and you know, and, and again, I, I try to pay attention, but at the same time, 
our rally cry is to be ready. You know, that's our, that's the Minuteman coffee rally cry. Yeah. And I think that we're going up against a, a very interesting time um, in American history. Um, I believe that everything is happening for a reason and we just need to be ready. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it's when, when the, the state decides to, to do what they're doing, that, that really opened our eyes and, and we've watched it progress and get progressively worse over the years. Yeah. And it's very frustrating. It really is because we just want to bring the best coffee that we can um, our, with our mission. Yeah, we want to uh, make, build a business and work, you know, and we, make we do. And, and we want to run it. We want to create uh, an environment that, that is, you know, the, the best part about Minuteman Coffee is, you know, you look at what happened in Las Vegas. You look at all, you know, going all the way back to Ruby Ridge and Oklahoma City. You're talking about the Las Vegas shooter? shooting yeah so Dude, there is so much conspiracy around that are, are you well, able to unpack that and really go down a rabbit hole with me i i, I can um but again before we do that you i were have there to weren't it. you we were yes we were there um Why don't you my, tell me what you saw when you were there absolute uh where do i begin um i mean it's been over what six years now um my wife and I were there for the weekend. Uh, we were 55 feet away from the stage um, in the VIP section. Our backs were to the boulevard and uh, Mandalay Bay and Luxor. Um, we were actually staying at the Luxor. It was a great weekend. Um, right. You know, I've always been uh, focused on situational awareness and, you know, looking mm -hmm. for exits and things like that. And, and that was one of the reasons why when you're in a large crowd of, you know, in this case, I think it was like almost 22,000 people were there. Right. Um, it was a great weekend. And, um, you know, going back and looking, you know, where we were sitting and when that first volley came in, my wife looked at me, she goes, that sounds like an AK-47. It had a very heavy thumping sound yeah. and there were helicopters and, you know, just your typical, what we thought typical Vegas. Um, but I have a, a, a video that I have on the, our YouTube channel that I'm surprised hasn't been taken down yet. But, you know, it, it didn't make sense to me because when I walked to the edge of the, the tent um, and I noticed that all of the, the, the law enforcement lights were already lit up and I started recording. I don't know what caused me to recording. I wasn't stoned. I wasn't drunk. I, I mean, everybody else was, but I wasn't. And. I started recording and I, I saw Deputy Mitchell take a round of the neck. And it's like, I made comment about that. And the officers are jumping over the walls. They didn't realize what's going on. And the, the rounds kept coming in. I looked over and saw Mercs that were um, on the Coca-Cola. Uh, Coca-Cola had big uh, stands that were there in the middle, going down the middle for like uh, uh, elevated viewing. Um, and I saw guys running around in full kit. Um, there were people in full kit that were in on the ground. Um, like they just responded it, immediately in full. Well, kit. I, I'm a fire medic. Um, I've got a, I've got a degree in paramedicine. Um, I was a medic for uh, AMR and a volunteer firefighter for about seven years. And we had just gone through an MCI, which is a mass casualty incident training about three or four weeks earlier. Um, so um, when I went to the edge of the, 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 the VIP tent, I turned around and the woman sitting next to my wife and I'm talking literally sitting next to my wife took a round to the head and no I looked at my wife oh my um, God. and she, everybody went down. Um, my wife made it back. Um, in fact, I, I still have the text messages that she sent me uh, that she made it back to the hotel and she's like, what Whoa. are you doing? I said, I'm helping with the wounded. Um, we moved, I personally, I mean, again, I'm not bragging. It's not a hero thing. It's just training kicked in. Um, we, I grabbed a guy in the video. You can see the guy in the, the cowboy hat, grabbed him, went down and pulled deputy Mitchell out from behind the, uh, the squad car, got him around. Um, we moved probably 50 or 60 people that night uh, to safety. Um, wow. and it was, it was insane. It was, uh, th all the exits were blocked off. Um, I found out later that there were multiple shootings across, uh, all up, up and down the strip. Um, in fact, uh, I believe it was uh, circus circus and, um, uh, my brain is again, um, I know that Hooters had shootings there, circus circus. Oh. Um, I mean, they were all over up and down the strip. And so That's crazy. we started looking after we got home. Um, and my wife is fine. We're all fine. 
Um, but when I got home, I started getting phone calls from, you know, the, the Communist News Network and and uh, all of the other prostitute media, which is what I call. The and they, they say, are you a what's his name? Salante? Gerald Salante? Yeah, he's the guy who yeah. really coined that term. The yeah, he did. He coined that term a long, Salente. long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we Good started one. getting phone calls and they wanted to interview us. And they're like, well, well, we know, you know, can we meet you at your house? We know. Where, and they verified my ad. It's like, how in the hell did you get our address? And so we That's shut all trippy. that down. That's um, very but it was it was definitely a unique experience, um, especially on the medic side. Um, to this day, I still run into people that were there also in the medic field that they were. If you go back and look at any footage, I'm the big six foot five, 280 pound guy yeah, in the Hawaiian church. Okay. You can't miss me. Can't but would um, you? So, that was 2020 or 2021? 2017, October 1st, 2017. Right. Huh. And so it was right after President Trump went over to the Middle East and said, we're no longer funding uh, your terrorist organizations, you know, of what the, the form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he went in and he shut all that funding down and there was a big right, uprising. Right, right. All over. Yeah. So, yep. 2017. So, uh, and we believe, and again, this is just my own personal opinion. First off, I'm not suicidal. Okay. Um, never had that thought in my mind ever. Um, I love life. I love coffee. I love what we're doing. I love this country and I love the constitution. Um, but there were a lot of uh, inconsistencies and there were a lot of red yeah, flags. Yeah, I want to get to those inconsistencies. We got Eric Christie calling in from prison. And just oh, great. So before we do that, I just want to take a minute and I want to direct our InfoWars listeners to go to InfoWarsStore.com. I want you guys to click that QR code right there. Actually, more than that, I want you to click this QR code right here and go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy something, a Faraday cage, Alex Jones' right shirt, Alex Jones for president shirt, anything that you could get your hands on. Keep us on the air. I want to plug InfoWars before our, some of our other guests come. But in addition, I want you guys all to go to Minutemen Coffee, and I want you to use promo code KING15 for a 15% discount on all coffee. Get your Minutemen coffee today. Support this man and his fight and uh, against the deep state. Am I right? I mean, who is the enemy but not the deep state? It It is long and deep, and, and it's, yeah, they're, they're everywhere. Yep, so they're support everywhere. us both. I want to get back to our conversation about the Vegas shooter because nobody really covered this. And, you know, I want to relate it to another topic that I have that I've been asking a lot of people, you know, to Trump or not Trump? That is the question. And this is something that there was like so many inconsistencies and like Trump was president. He could have easily like blew the lid off this thing. And like we could have known, you know, that whole correlation with the Saudi Arabians that were there at the time. And they had like the whole top floor. And there's actually a theory that it was actually an assassination attempt on one of the princes of Saudi Arabia. And, you know, that sounds a lot more like something that really happened than some dude, you know, running from his Filipino wife with like a massive arsenal the size of a small militia. That that arsenal was impressive. You know. So right. why do you think why do you think like Trump and I mean that happened during Trump like like do you think Trump is with us or do you think he's not with us? I asked oh, I everybody do. I, I believe one of the beginning, you know, I want to say for all the info warriors who are listening, I was there from the beginning with Trump. And I think we got to be a little bit stupid at this point with all the insanity to not be suspect of everyone. But like, what do you think about Trump? Like, where are you at with him? I believe wholeheartedly that this man gave up a, a billionaire lifestyle. I believe that because of the fact that he is uh, trying to expose um, every uh, the, the corruption and how deep and wide it goes. Um, I believe that he's a martyr. Um, I believe that he is doing everything he can for this country. Um, I voted for it. I still have my Hillary for prison shirts that uh, mm -hmm. from the old Infowars store from years ago, yeah. um, big advocate of that. Um, I, I was thankful that, that obviously she wasn't elected because that would have been an absolute nightmare and it would have killed their 12 year plan. Um, but the reality is, is that, uh, you know, he is, he, he is a patriot. He is really putting everything on the line. And, you know, we were watching, um, a, 
a show a couple nights ago. I think it was one of the channels where, you know, I, I, I try not to follow, listen to a lot of news because I get my news outside of the U.S. Uh, because the, the anger. I'm sorry. What's your main feeds for news? What do you like to listen I get it out of Australia, um, the RT, Russian Times. Um, I've got a whole list. Uh, and, and, and the reason why I look outside you don't start of with InfoWars. Well, that's my number one, believe it or not. Um, and the, the reason why I've always done that is because I've always wanted to get a perspective of, of what's what's the rest of the world looking like. I'll tell you my news source. Here's my news sources. My first news source is InfoWars. Yep. My second news source is One American News. Yep. OAN is a great source. But the truth is, is I get most of my news from the my meme game on Instagram. I mean, <laughs> right. follow me at Adam Melech and it's killing. I mean, that's nice. where I get like, you know, there are some unbelievable journalists on Instagram. There's this guy based.latin. There is okay. nobody covering child pedophilia like this guy. I want to just say wow. that from the beginning. This guy is crushing it. He exposed Dust Magazine. Do you know about Dust Magazine? No. It's like a secret fashion elitist, like pedo magazine. And like the Marina Bramovich is on the cover, like all the time. So this dude based Latin, he's like blowing the lid off of dust magazine and other, and other massively budgeted magazines that only service a very small community. Do you ever get the feeling that we're, we're living in Satan sandbox and we're just being controlled by all these demons? No, I don't because this is my home and right. the earth is mine. And I don't believe that if Satan's running amok in my house, I'm just going to try to get him out of my house. It's not his house. Right. I'm not abdicating the throne. No way. Yeah. Agreed. You know, well, and, I, and, I think that... I understand what you're saying. Like, like, like it's, I love supernatural things in general. And so I tend to like, vibe with supernatural explanations for why things are happening you know and and like i i don't see any greater influence of satan than with sam smith that <laughs> dude the musician sam smith he just came out i wish i could have even played that video and you know what I, i'll i'll interject right now that video i'll i'll find a sam smith video and play it for you at this yeah. moment, if I could find it, I'm gonna clip it in right here. Hold on. In case you go and leave me in the dark. But every time it hurt me, the less that I cry. And every time you leave me, the quicker these tears dry. And every time you walk out, the less I love you. Okay, so we're back from the clip, but we got Eric Christie calling us from prison. So let's get to him. All right. Hello, this is a prepaid debit call from Christie. An inmate at the Washington, D.C. Central Detention Facility. To accept this call, press zero. To refuse this call, this call is from a correction facility and is subject to monitoring and recording. Thank you for using Global Telling. Is this my friend, the political Eric. prisoner, Eric Christie? Absolutely. Yes, it is. Dude, what's up, man? I missed you. You Thanks, got Adam, and thank you for having me on again. Dude, you could come on whenever. I think you're even coming on tomorrow. Do you... I'm hosting the yeah, um, I'm hosting I, the American Journal tomorrow, which is Harrison Smith's show, and we're we're thinking about having you on tomorrow too. On this show right now, you have the CEO of 
uh, Minutemen Coffee, one of America's largest veteran-owned coffee companies. He's also in studio with us, and uh, you can't see him, but but we could see you. Well, we can't see you because you're calling for prison. And... <laughs> right. Right. So so I wanted to go over uh, January 6th uh, really quickly with you. So Absolutely. we now know it wasn't an insurrection. It was a fedsurrection, right? Exactly. You heard this, right? Yeah. All right. So we, we now know that uh, it was FBI present, dressed as Trump supporters, along with DHS, Department of Homeland Security. D.C. Metro Police was involved, undercover informants and agents and human uh, confidential human sources. I even heard uh, there, there was even uh, Ukrainian Nazis flown in. Wow. Uh, but uh, there's not a whole lot of talk about that, but that's going to come out, I'm sure. So, yeah. So, and did you notice also that um, the J6 conversation was getting really, really, really heavy, and they started talking about Jacob Chansley, you know, the guy with the buffalo horns? Yeah. Right? Guys with the buffalo horns, and they and they were saying that like, oh well, uh, Congress was uh, was keeping exculpatory evidence. Okay, so yeah, that's true. By Congress not releasing all the J six video, not only are they hiding exculpatory evidence from Jacob Chansley, but literally everybody they've charged. Okay, they're hiding exculpatory evidence from literally everybody. And the minute that came out, oh, the news cycle, Trump indictment. Right. Okay, not J six out of the out of the news cycle completely. When they started to find out that when it started to come out that Congress is hiding exculpatory evidence from everybody. So there were th th that's where we're at. So how do you think this and, is going to uh, go down, yeah. Eric? Like, how are you getting such you amazing know, news? Sure. Um, do you? How, first of all, I'm so impressed well, with your coverage. You're covering this from prison, like better than any journalist is out here. Uh, well, no, uh, we get it from from the um, what I would say, what I would call independent journalism, because that's the only that's the only place where you can get any real journalism, because you're certainly not going to get it from corporate media. Um, so, like, like for instance, you know, uh, there's people that stay in contact with us that, that give us information. Like, for instance, Ivan Raiklin. Do you know who Ivan Raiklin is? No. He's the uh, U.S. Army. He's the U.S. Army guy for 23 years, coming out of the National Guard Special Forces in Texas. He says the dam is breaking, America. We will finally see, or he says, will we finally see the J6 uh, truth and expose the coup for the whole world to see? So mm. here we are, you know, asking Congress to help. All right, and they're part of the coup. So, so how how is this going to work, right? And um. I, I I don't know how this I don't know how this is going to shake out, but 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 I, I don't think Congress is going to be the answer. I mean, you know, you're asking Congress; you, they're the ones holding all the evidence, the exculpatory evidence. Mm -hmm. Don, do you have a question and, for uh, our political as, uh, prisoner? Eric, how you holding up in there, man? Uh, he can't hear you. Uh, I'll relay the question. I heard somebody speak. Yeah. I was just asking, how are you holding up, Eric? He wants to know how you're holding up in there. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's 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 not easy. It's you know, I experience a lot of despair. Um, it, it's very frightening because of what uh, what the government is doing and what the uh, the government agencies have the power to do. And uh, you think that you're living in a free America with constitutional rights, and you just don't. And what's happening to the J6ers is not just happening here. It's coming for the rest of America. You know, Agreed. I mean, this, this is just the beginning. This yeah. is just the beginning. Hey, Eric, what's going on with and, your and, uh, and, what's going on with your bail situation? Because I know you were fighting the bails. Uh, thank you for asking. But yes, yes, thank you for asking. So my attorney uh, works around the clock for me. Um, but she, she's, she's, she's fighting an, an enormous corrupt monster. And uh, so, so uh, the, uh, the appeal was submitted, and then the government came back with something. And uh, from what I understand, today she, she, and, uh, she submits the, I can't remember the legal term, but the response to the replies. Anyway, she, she sends that back in today, and then the decision is made 
sometime after it's, it's, it's submitted, we're thinking sometime between now and maybe the 25th or something like that. Yeah, so you remember that um, the, the, uh, the courts are denying me bail, even though I fully qualify under the Bail Reform Act. They're ju- they just simply will not apply the law correctly. That's and horrible. And they do what's calling legislating from the bench, right? So making new rules, like oh well, that doesn't count. You know, we're we're just not gonna we're, we're just not gonna give you bail because. But I fully qualify under the uh, first of all under the United States Constitution and the the, the Bail Reform Act. So we're we're still we're we're still fighting that. So, um, it, what message do you have for Americans? Where should we be focused? Uh, what what could we do for for you on the outside, people who are inspired to fight? You know what I was gonna do if I if I if I got bail, uh, I was gonna go back to California where I live and and encourage people to uh, join the group out here, the vigil. There's a vigil out here every night, you know, at the corner, and um, and the the uh, J Sixers call from inside the gulag out to the vigil and some a lot of those people are up at congress every day uh trying to put pressure on them to correct this situation but nothing's getting corrected but i figured you know if if there was like a bigger presence maybe that would help i don't know i really don't know what the answer is writing your writing writing congress calling congress i mean they need this they need to see you know the show of hands they need to see the show of people that, that's the only thing I can come up with, you know. Um, and certainly, uh, you know, the last time I was on uh, on your show, I was asking for donations to my Gifts and Go account because I've got ongoing expenses. They're they're, they're just they're they're destroying my life. You know, I, I've got I've got no income. I've got I've got expenses at home. I've got uh, attorneys that are needing uh, compensation. So. Uh, I was hoping that you yeah, like, we're like, running it on the uh, raise. we're running it on the uh, oh, perfect on the thing right now, um, perfect. so that people it's, could uh, see give it's give send right. go give Eric a hand yeah, and uh, we're perfect, gonna perfect perfect that helps that really does help you know I don't know if you know this Eric but last time uh, Carol Stewart uh, we actually hooked her up with some uh, there was a, an attorney who heard our show. And wanted to volunteer and help on cases. So I'm saying this to our audience at InfoWars right now. If any of you are lawyers, you are welcome to reach out to uh, Adam at the Adam King Show. And uh, I would love to get you in contact if you want to do some pro bono work on some J6 people. Um, His attorney, uh, um, Carol Stewart, is one of the finest women around. And the work she's doing for the J6 victims are is is quite astounding. I, I wish our president, number 45, would do half of what she's doing. It it really upsets me. Eric, I want to ask you a question. Um, you know, Donald Trump... Uh, that was that was excellent, what you just put... That was excellent, what you just put out there right now. Excellent. That, 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 that's exactly what we need. We need people to jump in. Well, exactly I want to ask you, you know, like... You know, you're such a bright individual, Eric, and I asked Don this question just previously in the segment. I want to ask it to you instead of just focusing on your plight. You know, um, Donald Trump got arrested. Uh, he, he's, he's going for this arraignment and, uh, you know, this ridiculous case against him. But his first response was go out into the streets and protest. Now, you as somebody who literally are, are sitting in prison and you didn't even enter the Capitol... How does that make you feel when Donald Trump is out there telling his followers to go protest? Do you feel betrayed by him that he's not sitting there, you know, outside of the D.C. gulag at the vigil? Shouldn't he come to the vigil? I mean, like, what is, you know, how does that make you feel? Um, it, it, you know, I know what you're saying. Um, I, I still believe in Donald Trump. I st- and, I'm, I'm, and I'm also a Q believer. Um I, I believe that uh, what happened to J6ers is they, they, they literally walked right into a, uh, a, a government entrapment operation. 
I don't believe it's uh, uh, Donald, Fun- uh, Donald Trump's father. My mother even said, you know, the reason why you're in, in jail is because of Donald Trump. It is not why I am in jail. I am in jail because of the insurrection, not because of Donald Trump. That's true. So, um, But I, do you I think, think that Donald Trump could be doing more for you? Um, I think there's a lot going on behind the scenes is what I believe at this point. Um, I, I, I don't want to blame Donald Trump uh, right now, I, I, or, or maybe never. I don't know. It, it hasn't come out that Donald Trump is like behind any of this. I haven't seen that. No, God but, forbid. Um, I just I, I, I just see how our country's yeah. been taken over by the China comms, and I'm like, where is this guy? If I drop the ball in a football game, I would be working double the amount of effort to try to make sure that my team doesn't lose. And I know he's running for president, but he also cleared out the, I don't want to get into that with you, but I kind of wanted to see your perspective. I'm a, I've always been a huge Trump supporter, but uh, you know, I'm of the opinion that we need like 20 new faces. I I, I still, well, and and also here's what I say. I don't think there was enough people present on January 6th, quite honestly. Okay, they say there was two million, but out of that, how many were how many were patriots? I heard only two thirds. You know, so, mm-hmm. so I don't think I don't think America showed up enough, and and I don't think America's showing up now. So no, I I, I just I I'm, I'm not putting any of this on Donald Trump. No, I, I'm putting this mm-hmm. on my government, not Donald Trump. I'm putting this on Congress. I'm putting this on FBI. I'm not putting this on Donald Trump. Well, it's clearly it was clearly organized by the FBI and Nancy Pelosi, and even her daughter had more knowledge of yeah. it than Donald Trump. But but I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I I just I I I don't mean to pigeonhole you, and I and I and I think it's very admirable your faith in Donald Trump. I still am faithful in Donald Trump. I just feel. There's so much weird stuff happening in the world right now that I need to be skeptical with everybody. And I, I wanted to hear your opinion I'll, I'll and what you, you think. What, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. And I, I heard, I heard, and you know, I heard through other J6ers uh, that he actually said that when he's reelected in 2025, that, that there's going to be reparations for the J6ers. That's what I heard. So, well, if I that's mean, the case, if that's, that's a big true, deal. Then, you know. Yeah, but that's that's always you know that's that's twenty twenty five and and it's I not know. now. I need I, I need help now. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I probably got two more minutes. I wanted to say. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I wanted to just. I was saying the same thing. You probably got two more minutes. Yeah. Um, so does it, this this came from Julie Snark on um, on Twitter, and I don't know who that is. I keep trying to find out who Julie Snark is, but anyway, she says the Epstein list will put ninety eight percent of Congress, most major Hollywood stars, CEOs, and so many people in power in prison at Gitmo or hanged. Release the list. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Okay. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of government. You know, I'm trying to get uh, some, you know, Mike Cernovich is really like spearheading a lot on the Epstein stuff. And like, it's, this is Mm -hmm. like, this is just another area where it's like, you know, like the connection with Bill Barr and all that stuff and his father. You have one minute remaining. Oh God, one minute left. Eric, Crunch America, give it to us. Yeah. Give it to you. Listen, um, I guess I'm supposed to call in tomorrow, right? Yeah, I'm going to get you a number tomorrow. We're going to have you on live on the uh, American Journal, and that's going to be seen by lots, lots, and lots of people. Perfect. I wanted to hopefully, like tomorrow, have time to go over uh, this. I wanted to mention this book that I'm reading, Transcending the Matrix. It's by Mike Franco. It's so interesting. I, I, but I didn't have enough time to go into that today. Yeah, we'll cover it tomorrow, and. uh, is there anything else you want to say to uh, the Adam King Show listeners before we, uh, before the uh, the gulag comes and shackles you back yeah, up into? Yeah, help, 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 help! They help got me. This they got man. me. Help, help! They got me. <laughs> That's what I want to say. America, show up, show up for this dude. Yes, America, show up. He's the man. That's right. What are you gonna That's do the moment right. you're free, Eric? Just... The moment you're free, what are you gonna do? Oh my God. Thank you for using Global Telling. Oh. I say the moment you're free and they snag him, these slimy snakes. <laughs> oh, Very frustrating. 
It is. It's very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. Poor guy, man. Well, there's a lot of them that are there, and I, I remember back in, go the in the capital. He didn't even go in the capital, Don. No, and you know, and again, it's it's frustrating, but it it just goes to show that that uh, we are so politically divided now. They they will do everything they can to to silence us. I'm going to take off his and go. I want everybody to go to Eric Christie's Give, Send, Go. Give Eric a hand. Please throw down. It's an extremely strenuous legal battle. Right. I, Carol Stewart was on our show, I believe, episode 27 or 28, maybe, maybe 26 even. I don't even remember, but she's a remarkable woman. And I heard she's going to end up on the Alex Jones show too, which we really hope that she does because – these people have no fight in the game. There's like nobody showing up to do any of the fighting. We've been like docile. It, it's funny to me because what, what's what's interesting to me most of all is years ago, I, I co-authored a book called Proactive Planning in a Reactive World. And people will only react to circumstances once it physically and emotionally affects them. So it's like going into the, the doctor's office because you know you got to get a, a shot or whatever. I'm not going to say the V word, but vaccine. Um, but it's not until that needle pierces the skin do people react. Oh, you're talking about the biological weapon that they're, that's a gene. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you also know that I'm a COVID hospital survivor as well. And that that uh, um, I lost my one of my very good friends, state, state patrolman, um, so who sorry. lost his job for not getting the jab. Um, and they, yeah. So anyways, um, no, I, I just, it's, it's, I think people are so frustrated. I think people just, you have a they, state patrolman who lost his job for not getting the jab. Oh yeah. Uh, Robert LeMay. He should come on the show. Um, he, he passed away in the hospital on January 24th last year, four feet oh, away I'm from sorry me. Sorry to hear that. Well, they blew his lungs out with the BiPAP machine. So yeah. Another thing, Anyways, did. Another thing that Trump like swore on. Well, I, I, I think that the, the powers that be go above and beyond, you know, going back to finish. finish it's not that I think that Trump was in on it. I think he got fooled and like, yes. I need to see that he's not going to get fooled again. Like it's, I, I think like that he, if, if, you know, listening to Steve Bannon, listening to Alex and listening to things that were going on, I think that there there were so many. He was being hit on so many fronts across across the entire platform that that's it, it was. That's the job. It is the job, and, and there were so many things. Something. If Adam King was president, I wouldn't have buckled because my values right. match, and my values right. are, for instance, my, I have very strong anti-vax values from before mm -hmm. COVID. So if Adam Same King here. was president, I would have never. Prevention over treatment is such right. a backwards approach. Right. It is. And I, I believe it wasn't for my wife of 25 Trump years. Trump went into like Regeneron. He went into like, he was like more concerned about like very advanced ways to cure COVID like Regeneron, which has been wiped off yeah. the face of the map because of the war against Regeneron. And Regeneron right. would be a really remarkable technology if it's properly implemented. But like, what about the Zelenko protocol? Hydroxychloroquine and yep. a, 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 a ivermectin. Ivermectin, yep. Ionophar and zinc, vitamin yep. D, and you're done. Right. Yeah, my, my wife actually smuggled ivermectin in the, the paste tubes in um, every time she came to visit me. I was in the hospital from uh, January 6th, believe it or not, up until uh, I believe they we left right after Rob passed. Um, they got me out on the 27th, I believe it was, of January. How offensive yeah. was it that the media insisted on calling it a horse dewormer? Well, technically, that's what it's been sold as for the last 25, 30 years. Um, and, and you want to hear my response? I think I came up with the most brilliant response during that time. Whenever anybody would say stupid stuff like that, my response right? was, listen, if COVID is so bad that you're this afraid of it to shut the whole world down, that if they right. said that that dog pedigree food cures COVID, I'd be at Petco buying the store out. Right. I, I believe that the whole plan, I call it the pandemic. And again, you know, I, I look at life a lot differently than most people. Um, mm. 
I believe that it was specifically brought in. I believe that um, uh, they 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 announced it in early 2015. They actually announced it a little while yeah. ago that if he's reelected, there's going to be another one coming. Um, it, it's all about control. It's all about power. And, and that's what makes Minuteman Coffee so unique is that, you know, I started the company with the passion for the one, the second most important document ever written, and that's the Constitution. And since day one, we've put a Constitution in every single order. Um, our goal is to bring the Constitution back into the conversation. The beauty of the Constitution, it doesn't care about your gender. It doesn't care about your hair color. doesn't care if you live in a basement. It doesn't care who you are. It applies to all of us, and that's the beauty of it. Mm. And it's been under such constant attack, and our children have not been taught the, the intricacies of it and the value of it. And my, my number one concern has always been now that I have grandchildren, I don't want my children or my grandchildren to grow up in a world that they don't even know what rights they've lost. And mm -hmm. I, if you look at these generations, especially in the collegiate environment, they, they have no idea what they're losing and what they're giving up. And so it's very important that, you know, we've started a new hashtag called be ready. And be ready for what? Be ready for your day. Be ready for everything that's coming our way. And my personal beliefs. Be is ready for the fake alien invasion, the Project Bluebeam. Right. <laughs> so, but for me personally, is I want to bring the best coffee that we can. We do roast it right here, right around the corner. I'm in my office right now. Uh, but we roast and ship every day. Um, it's it's some of the most amazing coffee, thousands and thousands and thousands. What are your of lines of coffee? What are the different brands that you guys have? Okay, so we I have a, a unique line: um, Betsy Ross, American Patriot, and Come and Take It. Those are all of our Colombian line. Um, we have the signature "Don't Tread on Me." That's our number one seller. Uh, we I decided to come out with a Trader Joe line, um, and we still have a limited supply of the Trader Joe. Like trader, um, T -A -R -A -I -T -O -R. like trader, T -A -R -I -T -O -R. yeah, correct. Nice. And the whole purpose behind that was, I wanted, I want to wake people up to make them think about what's really going on in, in the world, and everything on that bag. While it's politically incorrect, it's factually accurate. Everything on there, from the eighty million dead votes to the Afghanistan debacle that killed, we lost thirteen of our beloved million leaders. dead votes. Explain that one. Eighty million. On the back of your coffee, it says on the bag. If you if you zoom in on the coffee bag on the Trader oh, Joe, cool. everything on there is politically incorrect but factually accurate. Okay. Okay. And it. the purpose of doing that is is I wanted to do a four bag series, but bag number two was shut down by legal because it had images of foreign leaders on there, and apparently it broke international law. So we never launched that one. Oh my god, um, that's amazing. But Have we you seen we Alex Jones's uh, Chinese dragon, Fentanyl, the Chinese dragon. No, I haven't. Oh my god, it's the best cartoon ever. Sorry for interrupting. No, you, that's fine. You were talking about it, it uh, insulting foreign leaders, and I was like, oh, you should well, check out Fentanyl, the Chinese dragon. Right, and because of the fact that our coffee bags are considered a marketing piece. Um, it broke some international laws, and so we didn't. We decided not to launch the New World Order coffee. I like you even more now. <laughs> oh, what thanks. Laws you, what laws did you break? Um, images. You, um, we were told that you are not allowed to have images of foreign leaders or dignitaries on any kind of marketing piece, and they classify coffee bags as a marketing piece. Oh my God! We should make like a total black market coffee <laughs> only for the black well, market, and put all yeah. the leaders of the UN on it. And there you go. I, I just I want people to understand the importance of liberty, and I I, I believe that the Constitution spells it out so crystal clear. Um, right. I believe that it was divine intervention. I mean, uh, three percent of the the U.S. population at the time stood up against the largest military force in the world at that time, and won. And yeah. I believe that we are so divided as a nation now, and we're so divided as society, and. It, I believe that we're fighting these demons and, you know, whether we believe it or not, look around. It doesn't feel like it used to feel 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Who's your favorite American war character, American revolutionary war character? Oh my gosh. I would say Thomas Paine, Sam oh, Adams. Nice. Um, I, I mean, Thomas Jefferson, I mean, any of the founding fathers, I know that, uh, you know, John Hancock, he was the money behind the whole, the whole revolution. Um, you know, the Sons of Liberty, 
Yeah, of I, course. Actually, I, I love I, the Sons of Liberty. That's my favorite organization. One one of the one of these days, I've been working on trying to get hold of the owners of the Green Dragon, where uh, the Whoa, Sons of Liberty started so to meet cool. back in Boston, and we wanted to do a a, a, a Green Dragon roast. Um, so that's in the works. So I'm hoping that uh, we can get a re re response here soon. But the whole point of our line of coffee, whether it's American Patriot or Victory or Come and Take It or an Appeal to Heaven, uh, which we sell out faster than we can get the coffee in. It's a single origin, single farm, organic Nicaraguan. It's absolutely magical medium roast. Um, but I named that an Appeal to Heaven. And everything that we do as Minutemen Coffee, we want to pay homage to all of those who serve and have served from the Revolutionary War all the way up until this morning. And because we have so many people that swear to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, we want to honor them. Uh, we also want to raise awareness, not just for our military veterans. That are, you know, we lose 22 a day to suicide. Um, yeah. I, I, I want to start raising awareness That's for right. our law enforcement officers who deal with that PTS every single day. And, you know, these guys are in that that combat environment almost every day. Look at our law enforcement in, in the blue states. You know, I, mean, I asked this question to a previous guest on the show, and it's a very controversial question to ask. Mm -hmm. but, um, I thought about, I, I've been kind of playing around with the writing of this book called uh, Waiting for PTSD. And mm. in this book that I've been writing, somebody's welcome to go try to steal it if they want to. I'm not here to uh, lay a claim. If a publisher wants to get in touch with me and see what I've come up with so far, they're welcome to contact me, Adam at the AdamKingShow.com. But essentially, like 22 of these servicemen, these fine American individuals are killing themselves every single day. At mm -hmm. what point do, you know, like the left, these trannies, they have like these, what are they called? The um, uh, incels, like these involuntary celibate people who like, that's what they think causes them to go rampage and kill people. What about these soldiers? Like, when do they wake up and just start going after, like, I don't know, like the people who sent us to war to begin with and caused their depression? And and, and that's a that's basically the question of the book. Is is there a time or do they just all kill themselves and, and they don't go after the the poor leadership that sent them there? And if they do go after the poor leadership, that sent them there. God help us all. But I mean, I, I think it goes deeper I'm than coming. that. I, I, I think that when what you're in combat, going boogaloo, the boogaloo, boogaloo boys. Yeah. Um, I, I think that PTS is, is a, it's not unique. It's been around and, and during every war, they used to call it shell shock. They used to, you know, had, it's had many names over the years, but I think the reality is, and, and I'm not an expert by any means, but I've been involved with uh, quite a few organizations that help our veterans. Mm -hmm. And when you're in combat, and, and my, my wife struggled with PTS as well, especially after Las Vegas and what she experienced yeah. and what we've experienced over the years. But as a medic, I, I was trained to compartmentalize that and to separate that out from real world and scenarios. Um, but <clears throat> the reality is, is that I believe a lot has to do with the medications that they're on. I believe that big pharma has a lot to do with it. Mm. Um, I believe that, you know, the guys and gals that have, have served in combat, um, you know, everybody reacts to it differently. And I believe that if we surround them with like-minded individuals who believe in what they've done and what they're doing and, and help them, um, not just resources and, and financial, but, you know, just to be there, to have somebody to listen to, um, listen to them. Um, I, I believe that we can do a world of good. Um, it's it's gotten way out of control, and, and something has to something has to give. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I would say that. You know, I just had an idea. I have this uh, this give send go thing on my mm -hmm. minimum coffee. Um, all these people have a uh, King 15 mm -hmm. promo code King 15 for 15% off of all your coffee at Miniman.com. I just want to say uh, to you, Don, that if anybody comes and uses my code, I want yep. it to go to Eric Christie and you could literally donate it to his Give, Send, Go 
you know, and uh, or or you could give it, uh, yeah, give it to his gifts and go. I want to support Eric Christie, our guest, and get some some stuff. But I also would love to if there if there is a surplus to to give to some of these wounded veterans projects. I mean, it's it's really an embarrassment the way that they treat our veterans in this country, and and you know, it's gotten worse over the years. It definitely has. We need our veterans more than we need our military because our military is only going to answer commands. We right. Need our, our warriors who are trained in battle to rise up. And, you know, I can't really say that on air because I signed this paper, but we need people to rise up in protection of the people. Right. We'll, say. well, and it's protecting our communities. It's not just protecting our people. It's our communities. It's our families. It's our churches. Our warriors our need to rise up peacefully to protect our country. We'll and 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 that is true. And that's the thing is, is that these guys are hurting. Um, our soldiers are hurting, uh, whether they've admitted or not. You can see so it. What, is, what does Minutemen do for the for the soldiers? Have you guys done any uh, like uh, projects? Is it- we have. Um, we we've partnered up with. Um, uh, we've got. Well, we're the first company to be endorsed by the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation, um, an amazing wow. organization. We have the nine eleven tribute roast. Um, and all of the net proceeds from that coffee. Uh, that's why it's never on sale. It's always all the proceeds go to the National Fallen Firefighters. We also have partnered up with SaveTheBrave.org. And then we're also... I uh, ask you these questions. I'm sorry? I'm so glad I asked you. This is great information. Yeah. Please continue. Yeah. So we do a lot of work with SaveTheBrave.org. In fact, they're doing a cross-country motorcycle uh, ride right now, raising awareness. And then we're also a part of the Folds of Honor. Um, which is a collegiate scholarship program uh, that they've become a very large organization and they've put a lot of kids. So any, any soldier um, who has been injured or lost their lives in, in combat or um, after um, they uh, help their children obtain the, the college scholarships needed to fulfill their, their college dreams. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's been a great, or, great organization to work with Um with everything that's been going on with the pandemic and with Rona and, and me being out for a couple months last year uh, recovering, you know, there were, there's a lot of things that were going on, uh, you know, just with the, the orders that we get on a daily basis and trying to keep the roasting and keep it going and grow and, and, and maintain this level of growth and the, and the exceptional coffee, you know, now that we're planning this move, there's a lot that's been going on. So we're looking forward to getting down there. Uh, we'd have a lot of new great plans that are coming on, but I'm not, I, I'm not at liberty to say what we're doing, but we'll just say it's going to be one of the largest things good. for the veteran community you've ever seen. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. I like hearing that. And I, and I'm really glad I got to hear on the show so much background information about the coffee company and, and uh, you know, I'd, I'd like to have you on again sometime so we can go yeah. deeper to the rabbit hole. I still want to hear your takes on the uh, the Vegas shooter situation and and, and what that was all about. But uh, I well, think we're we we did a lot of research after the fact. Um, you know, we my wife and I looked into every every single thing. We've got stacks and stacks. And again, people who've spoken out against the the Vegas shooting. Not only did we lose fifty eight, um, but almost eight hundred of them were injured. Um, and there were a lot of people that were, you know, that were, have gone and passed since then for, uh, and questionable sources. Um, the sad thing about Las Vegas is that it's not talked about anymore. Um, it's just another shooting because there's so many shootings that are going on. Um, and it's, it's very frustrating regard, you know, regardless of what your, your, your thoughts are on it. Um, you know, it's, it's a unique experience being there. I'll tell you that it's changed my life. Right. So, but yeah, we can go down that rabbit hole on a later time. That's funny, man. Yeah. You know, I want to know, I think the American people have a right to know who did it. I think the American people have a right to even have some information. I mean, what happened to the uh, sheriff? He became like the governor, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what's up with that. You know, that was, that's, some weird stuff, unexplained right. stuff. That's why when people get up, every one of these active shooters is a weird situation. That thing that just happened in Texas was a weird situation. There's been like mm-hmm. a string of shooters that the what, anytime the Democrats need gun control, there's a shooter situation. That's mm-hmm. why when people get so emotional about Sandy Hook, I'm like, oh my God, 
chill out with this Sandy Hook. You don't even know who Adam Lanza is. Do you know who Adam Lanza is? I do. Is that for everybody? Infowars knows who Adam Lanza is because we're the only people who know who Adam Lanza is because we right. know who the real villain is of Sandy Hook. It's not Alex Jones. It's Adam right. Lanza, the shooter. And right. the world, they're so dumb sometimes, you know? Well, I think people people base their 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 facts on emotions and 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 it, it's frustrating because you know we I believe if I remember the first main shooting that we had was Columbine in the early right. mid nineties, and without going down that route, I mean my heart breaks for any scenario that happens. I know we had one in Oregon, um, and they're all over. You know what what I believe. It's not typical, you know, it, it's, it's, it's getting frustrating. You know, you look at Uvalde, you look at all, of, you know, all of them. They, they just, it seems like one after another, and after another. And it always seems... up. In every it, single it, one, something doesn't add up, but because we're ending, I want it? to actually end on a high note, not such okay. a low depressing note. You know, right. it's like, uh, we, we're going to have you back on again. And, and, right. and there's a lot of interweaving going on behind the scenes with the, uh, Minutemen Coffee. So I could tell everybody out there on InfoWars that we're going to have Minutemen Coffee back on many times, God willing. So we'll further this conversation. But, you know, to end on a positive note, I just want to say, Don, it's so nice to see somebody out there living with integrity. You have a mission. Your mission is America. And you're 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 interweaving your your belief inside of uh, uh, of your 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 sustenance, your livelihood, right. you know, like, right. and, and I think that that's so cool, and I think that everybody should support you because it's like supporting ourselves, and everybody's so many people drink coffee in the morning, you know, so I, and I love yeah. these these homages that you have to be ready, you know, like because the coffee is like you got to helps you be ready for your day, but also it's like be ready because you don't know in the next type of Vegas the government is going to make a Vegas shooter or another crazy situation or a 9-11 or god forbid we're attacked by china or another virus launched by fauci and gates or klaus schwab with all his nazi madness you know so and that would be a great name for a for a coffee blend you could call it like mouse schwab or something like the nazi blend (laughs) i i i think that being on i i think that you know, I could coffee is the one commodity that's bought and sold solely based on the beliefs of the company that roasts it and the consumer. I could have literally named this Labrador Lovers Coffee. And if you love black labs and you knew yeah, that we gave five percent of our um, exactly. our proceeds to a Labrador rescue, you'd buy the crap. The coffee out of our is superior, coffee. though, right? I mean, it's not just the it name; is. it's also the coffee. You the, source the everything; it's organic. It's it is. Yes. So I personally source all of our coffee. Um, we bring it in from 11 different countries um, mm. and 27 different farms and co-ops. Um, I have an importer out of Houston that, that uh, has been gracious to, to help me bring it in. Um, I, I still can't believe three years ago we started this in a 12 by 20 shed in my backyard. Um, and we're getting wow. ready to move into a, a huge new building. We're getting ready to launch a nitro cold brew line. Um, we're going to be opening up, uh, we, we got a lot of things that are going on, but you know, number one, first and foremost is I want to help awaken people, not just with amazing coffee, but with the constitution and bring it back to the conversation. Because if we use that, and when I said, you know, it's the second most important document ever written second, only to scripture, um, that's, I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not going to apologize for my love of country and for, uh, for my love of service and, and to, to support all of those who have fought, bled, and died for, for what this country used to be. And I want to bring that back. And if coffee allows me to do that, then, then I will continue on this mission. And it's been very well received. And it's been, you know, especially after Kyle Rittenhouse and, and our support of him, um, you know, I, I truly believe in, obviously, in the Second Amendment. We're going to stand and, and defend that. Um, you know, when our own governor here in the communist state of Washington brings in draconian gun laws uh, because of the emotional instability of what happened in Vegas, they had no idea. You know, you can go to the YouTube channel there and, and watch my my uh, uh, my testimony there. Um, but, you know, the reality is, is that if we, we need to we need to start 
becoming more of a cohesive country. And yeah. we need to start coming back together like we used to. On that note, we're going to close out our segment. We did go a little bit over time, but that's okay because we had a really amazing guest. And uh, I want to encourage everybody one last time to go to Miniman Coffee, check out something on the site, type in promo code KING15 for 15% off. And I am donating my portion of those proceeds to Eric Christie, who was on our uh, on our uh, show earlier. Give, send, go. Give Eric Christie a hand. And one more shout out to InfoWars Store. Go buy something at InfoWars Store. Keep us on the air. Buy your Faraday cage. I love my Faraday cage. It keeps my brain free from cancer while I sleep ne- with my phone next to my bed at night. I just got my my Alex Jones for President 2024 shirt. I'm going to be wearing it tomorrow as I host the American nice. Journal for Harrison Smith. Everybody nice. tune in tomorrow live. 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. I will be hosting the American Journal to the entire InfoWars community on InfoWars.com. I'm your host of the Adam King Show. Adam King signing off episode 33 with another amazing guest. Peace, America. Good night. Thanks, guys.